Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, welcome back to I Thought I Told You. And welcome to another segment of Mental Health Mondays. And we are going to be talking about seasonal depression, a.k.a. seasonal affective disorder, which is a clinical term for it. I just got to start off saying that never have I ever appreciated the sun until winter comes. Never have I ever appreciated spring and summer till I felt the effects of fall towards my mental health. So, today's discussion will be about seasonal depression, a.k.a. seasonal affective disorder. And we're going to discuss the definition of seasonal affective disorder, some of the signs, symptoms, risk factors, and, you know, how where you live plays a huge factor in it, and then basically some of the treatment approaches. So seasonal depression, a.k.a. seasonal affective disorder, is a type of depression that mainly occurs during the winter and fall seasons. Now, seasonal affective disorder, it's not a standalone disorder, so it's not separate. And if you have um, seasonal depression, you experience the same mood changes and symptoms as that of depression. As a matter of fact, According to the DSM-5, now, for those who are not familiar with the DSM-5, DSM is pretty much the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, DSM. It's like a handbook, a handbook that's used by a lot of healthcare professionals, a.k.a. social workers, a.k.a. psychiatrists, a.k.a. uh, therapists and whatnot. And so we use it as like, it's like a guide to the diagnosis of a lot of mental disorders. And so the, with the with the DSM-5, with the DSM, so it has like a lot of descriptions for symptoms and other criteria for whenever we diagnose a lot of um, mental disorders. So when we go back to, okay, so going back to seasonal depression, now according to the DSM, DSM-5, in order for you to be diagnosed with seasonal affective disorder, you are one must meet the four criteria of major depression, which coinciding with specific seasons going back to winter and fall for at least two years. And then with that, your seasonal depression must be more frequent than any other non-seasonal depression that you have. So why did I decide to talk about seasonal depression? And right now we're in the holiday season. We're in the midst of winter. You know, fall pretty much led the way. And for those that are battling depression, many of our symptoms are essentially heightened around this time. And if you're living on the East Coast, Northeast, pretty much in the area where the temperature outside is smaller than your age, somewhere is just colder beyond, I don't know what, it's just too cold, you have a greater risk of having seasonal depression. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I grew up primarily in the South, 
Alabama, Florida to be exact. And after that, I was stationed in Cali for four years, and I remained another four years, you know, living out there. So I've basically been spoiled with beautiful weather the majority of my life. And I decided to give all that up. Um, A little over two, well, almost about two years ago, I made the decision to leave Cali and want to live to the, you know, move out here to the D.C. area. You know, the whole cliche, I want to live somewhere with four seasons rhetoric. You know, that was me. Plus, you know, the career opportunities, social reasons. Oh, I got four seasons, all right. <laughs> um, winter definitely hit hard, and I was not fully prepared for it. And I never knew that my mental health would take a toll for the worse, especially especially during the fall and winter months. Um, now, living in SoCal, like, you really don't have any winters. I mean, it barely rains. You know, that, but you, you really don't deal with winners. If anything, it's cool. But nothing like this. And, you know, growing up in South Florida, uh, winners are basically non existent. I mean, around this time, especially on Christmas time, you're wearing flip flops, you're wearing shorts. You know, winter is unheard of. But I say all that to say that not only was I already battling with my depression, but a lot of our isolation began to increase. My energy was constantly low. When it, you know, when winter came, uh, I ate more than I normally would. You know, gaining weight. I lost a lot of interest in a lot of stuff that I used to love to do. I mean, you know, in Cali, I used to love to go to the beach, hiking, all that beautiful stuff. Out here, a lot of that kind of fell by wayside. So flat out, everything was just cold and dark, both figuratively and um, mentally for me. And I never, I never knew how much the season had that effect on me, and let alone how those seasons had that much effect on those that live in these areas, where it's primarily cold. And so those same symptoms coincide with that of depression, like I told y'all. Um, so you like having problems sleeping, suicide ideation, you feel agitated, you have this low energy, and you have a change of appetite or weight. And so those are some of the symptoms that, you know, when you're dealing with the seasonal depression or seasonal affective disorder, same thing, um, and you're already dealing with depression. So those are some of the common things that you deal with. Now, statistically speaking, statistically speaking, 70, about 70% of those that are already battling with depression, you already feel, you, you feel a lot worse during the winter season. And really, only about 5% of a lot of adults that live in the U.S. actually experience seasonal affective disorder, a.k.a. seasonal depression. And it usually lasts somewhere about 40% of the year. And it's primarily diagnosed four times more often in women than it is men. And the further you live from the equator, the more likely you are to suffer from it. So, like, somebody that's living in Florida, you know, has a significantly less chance to suffer from seasonal depression than that of someone that's living in New England or Minnesota or Wisconsin or Alaska. You know, the days are dark and there's less sun. Uh, one of the main factors that I found uh, is basically the reduction of sunlight. That's, I mean, that's that's kind of one of the most obvious ones. No sunlight, and you, you ain't getting, you're not getting any sun. No sunlight. 
and that automatically already affects and reduces your serotonin levels. Now, serotonin, it's the brain chemical that regulates your mood. Low sun equals low serotonin. And it also affects your melatonin. So your melatonin basically, it regulates your sleep and your mood. You know, that's probably why, I don't know if you hear a lot of people take melatonin pills, tablets to kind of help them sleep. So basically, no sun, that automatically affects your serotonin levels and your melatonin levels, which is crucial. That's actually more of a biological aspect. And so what I found was um, some of the, well, the main four major types of treatment for uh, seasonal depression with seasonal affective disorder, you have medication, which is one of the more common. Uh, if you already battle with depression, um, bipolar, you, well, I can't speak for everyone, there's a likely chance that you are taking medication. Um, and that, that's one of the main ones. You, you also use that to treat with seasonal affective disorder, so medication. Uh, another one I found interesting that I noticed was light therapy. Now, I don't know about y'all, but, you know, living in SoCal, living in Florida, growing up in Alabama, I've never heard of light therapy. You know, we had sun, we had rain, we had, you know, all that stuff. So light therapy is basically, it's okay. So they use like a device, right? It's like a small device. Uh, it's like a light box is what they call it. And what it is, it's like um, it's supposed to replace the natural sun. It's like a it's supposed to replace like a natural sun used. And the whole idea behind light therapy is to kind of get rid of those symptoms that you're already experiencing. It's like an artificial light, uh, and you you want to use it daily. It's like a daily exposure to your artificial light. And what you do is you sit in front of a, like a, this, that light box I was telling you about first thing in the morning, and, and it's like on a daily basis. It's supposed to like simulate getting that sunlight, uh, like an artificial sunlight. But you, they use a, a device, like a box. Um, so that's the third thing. And then obviously, um, actually that was the second one. So the third thing is you have counseling, therapy, psychotherapy. Which, again, if you already um, diagnosed with depression, then there's a likelihood that you're already seeking, you know, therapy counseling and using psychotherapy. Now, the fourth one is basically vitamin D, a.k.a. good old Mother Nature sun, getting sunlight. Matter of fact, I found that even if you just get 30 minutes, just 30 minutes of sunlight, just 30 minutes, you just walk outside during the winter months, whatever little bit of sun, even if it's there. Just 30 minutes alone can change your whole mood drastically. Drastically. So that's, that's pretty important. So basically sun, medication, light therapy, and then counseling. Now, I know it's the holiday season. And if you are already feeling the effects of seasonal depression and you don't have any family to turn to, which is a plus, 
if you do have that. You have no access to sunlight or even getting out of the house. I encourage you to please reach out to someone. As always, you have the Suicide Prevention Hotline. And that number is 1-800-273-8255. And it's available 24-7, always. And if for veterans, you have uh, the same number. So you call the same number, but you will press 1. So you'll call 1-800-273-8255 and just press 1. And if you can, please get some sun. I know me personally, I, to try to, like, quell those symptoms and, you know, keep it from being heightened, I got to go home. And going home is Florida, Bama to me. And sometimes if I get a chance, I'll hightail it back to Cali, any little chance I get. So I know for me, I, I tend to do that. But like I said, if you can, please get some sun. Mother Nature is way too beautiful. On that note, I want y'all to have a beautiful holiday. And I wish y'all all love and light. And you guys have a beautiful evening. Peace.